comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The PKD Black Box presents The Carol Chronicles. Hello and welcome back to the Carol Chronicles, a HHW LOD, PKD Media, Black Box, and any other acronym you want to throw out there recording. Our last episode was two hours of me talking to people on Saturday at the CGS Super Show. I was planning to get a lot more on Sunday. However, as you could tell, my voice was gone due to having to talk a lot at Third and Spruce and other things. My voice decided to leave me. Yes. But uh, we're going to be changing up the format just a little bit on the Carol Chronicles from now on. It's going to be primarily going to be a sports focus. Uh, we'll have guests on occasion. Definitely every week we're going to have myself and Dean Stahl talking about pro wrestling once a month or whenever we can. Uh, myself and a friend of mine, David Holtz, will be getting on and talking about MMA. We'll also occasionally have people talking about basketball, baseball, football, and maybe even hockey. You never know. Uh, I think next week, actually, is a recording with Dean and I. We'll talk about hockey for about 10 to 15 minutes in addition to doing a recap of the pay-per-view and also where we think some stuff's going to be going forward in the WWE. We just uh, got the recording a little bit earlier today on Sunday. Uh, basically uh, who we think what's going to happen with the pay-per-view tonight uh, so if you listen to this after Monday uh, well sorry we couldn't get it out uh, we didn't have any info for you uh, comics will be talked about occasionally including uh, brief reviews of Flashpoint especially and where we think it's go- I think it's going it, Preliminary uh, opinion, it is a very good series so far. Uh, this being DC's Age of Apocalypse with uh, the DC spin, which means it does not seem as grim and gritty, but then again, that's DC. They don't believe in grim and gritty. Now let's see. Other stuff that's happening are in comics. Uh, nothing much that I've seen that I can really state on. Some good stuff and some bad stuff. You never know. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go ahead and do the drop before my interview with Dean here. I do apologize for the recording level. Uh, the, what we were using to record uh, recorded at a very low level because it's the first time out of me using it. So I apologize to all for that. So without any further ado, here's my for the next 40 minutes is me and Dean talking about wrestling. I guess we'll start off talking about uh, the tragic news on Friday. The macho man had a car wreck and died. Yeah. Heart attack. While driving. That's that's pretty uh, shocking. Yeah. 58. I always thought he was a little older. Yeah, I guess, it was, I guess it was hard to tell. I mean, when, when it seemed like guys from that era, when they, they, they worked out as much as they did, they just tended to take a little older look. Maybe sometimes it's from the steroids or the over-tanning or something, but... 
Yeah. It's kind of funny. I went back and was watching some of his old matches, including the uh, 92 Wembley Stadium match with him versus... Uh, was it versus Warrior where Perfect and Flair kept interfering? Oh yeah, yeah, and, and he he really proved that he could make the broomstick look good. Oh god, yeah, because the Warrior was horrible. Yeah, Warrior was gassed about two minutes in, and that was a thirty-minute match. Well, yeah, but Warrior had a habit of gassing himself out just from his entrance. Yeah, because he ran all the way to the ring again. And he didn't see any reason to change that, ever. Why would he? I mean, this is a guy who ran the length of a foot of a baseball field to go to uh, get into a ring with Hogan. But, uh, yeah, he got a, he and Savage had a good match. Yeah, and it... Point, and it was all Savage's doing. And do you remember how it ended? Vaguely. I, I haven't looked at it recently. Count out. Hmm. It was a countout end, and I'm like, whoa, I forgot about countout loss wins and losses. <laughs> it was a double countout. <laughs> yeah. And Flair didn't have the man tits at the time. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> and it also reminded me, I forgot Savage had held the belt a second time. I forgot he held the WWF title a second time. Yeah. Because it was such a short run. Yeah, it was it was not as much of the hot potato as it is now, but it was starting to become that way. Yeah, that's one thing I'm glad that they've kind of done in the past couple of years when they kept the belt on uh Cena for a long time and then they kept uh that they and they're looking like they're gonna do that for next year because let's be honest. There's no way Cena's gonna lose to the Miz in an I quit match. That would Kill his uh, ability to be a main eventer. Yeah, I, I think the Miz is the one who needs more of the the nod, though. And I, I kind of see some of where they're going with it, where they want to make him more of the legitimate champion and less of the chicken shit who needs help to maintain his win. Yeah, but he's going to have to get rid of Alex Riley if he does that, because yeah, Riley's, which I mean, surprises me, because I, you know, he. Riley went through the whole, you're, you know, getting fired, and then I shuffled around with the, the draft, but yet he's still hanging around. I mean, what is Alex Riley's purpose? He is simply just the Miz's buddy. He is not. He gets into wrestling matches, but you can see how green he still is. I don't know if they're just they're just taking their time in his development or what, but he's not a legitimate competitor quite yet. He's you know he faced he faced Cena, and it didn't work out so well. It was just a quick squash match, which it definitely deserves to be. But he's not facing anybody else to work his way up. Yeah, just. He just seems to base. He can cut a decent promo a little bit, but is it, he doesn't really much have a point that as I've long seen. As he's not trying to tell jokes. He, he did, did one on John Cena that just totally bombed, and everybody in the ring is just sort of looking at him like, "Sit down while the adults are talking." Yeah, it doesn't help that both he and Miz look young, even though Miz really isn't. I mean, Miz is in his late twenties, and Alex Riley looks younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Now, did you already watch SmackDown? I have not yet. It's on my TiVo, but I didn't get a chance to look at it. Yeah, looks like it's... I read, I read, I read through a quick review of it, and it looks like basically... The main thing I saw was basically Christian's not going to beat Orton. Is the big thing I've seen. Uh-huh. Maybe they'll... Is the... They only gave Christian the title as a basically a, they were pulling a uh, Ron Garvin with the title with him. It sounds like they're feeling overly proud that they fooled the internet. We gave him the title and then we yanked it right away from him. Yeah, which is dumb because Orton is so boring. I wouldn't say he's boring. I say he puts me to sleep. <laughs> that sounds like a definition of boring. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's also annoying. It's like I've tried to watch his some of his promos and matches, and it's like okay, he's pulling out the same five things. He's doing the same ten things. Okay, thanks. And it's yay. always slow and overmeasured for the dramatic effect, and uh, it I just tune out. Yeah, yeah, but. I was also, but it doesn't look like there's any big SmackDown stuff that's going to be occurring on the pay-per-view tonight. That's sad because there's there's times where it is the better show because it, the material it presents is so much stronger because it's it's bringing out better wrestling, more consistent wrestling, where Raw yeah. is trying to be the skit show. Yeah, and one thing I did notice that was funny. Watching, uh, reading the review of SmackDown was that they had many promos while the match was going on, apparently, in the opening. Huh. Yeah. And also, I, did you see, did you, I timed how long the opening promo was on Raw. Mm-hmm. It was 10 minutes. It was only 10 minutes. <laughs> that, yeah, it was weird watching Raw, you know, I, I kept, Kept thinking about how much this was the go home show and what they were really trying to do to cinch the whole pay per view, and it, it really all focused around the I Quit match. Yeah, with Jack Swagger, who it seems like according to some people I've seen have said that they're basically moving Swagger down for a while, and then they'll eventually build him back up. But well, I guess that's okay. But you know, I, do you remember? I remember a couple months ago where they started this whole thing with the, the dissension between him and Cole, and then just like the next week after Cole even slapped Swagger in the face, they just blurted over like, no, that never happened. Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess with the Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler thing. Yeah. Yeah, they, did, they didn't want to get into anything about that until they resolved. Cole versus the world. You know, it's, it seems like Michael Cole's trying too hard to be a really shitty man's version of Jesse Ventura. Yeah, he's just missing the ability that Jesse had to back it up. Yeah. Which I guess could go for the comedy aspect, but he's so overdone, it's just not funny anymore. Yeah. The other thing is we've known Michael Cole for almost, what, 15 years? He's been around a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, there's no real heat or anything with him. Yeah, and I don't... I have to wonder if this is some sort of way of t- 
taking him out from the show completely because what are they going to do to return him back to zero, essentially? Yeah, I mean, I guess they'll probably take him off of Raw and keep him on uh, SmackDown only. Yeah, it'll still be rough because people will still remember and be very anti-Cole. And if he stands up and shits on any more matches, he's just he's just a hindrance to the company. Because who can get over when he's going to stand up and say, all right, we're done with this. Let's talk about something else that I want to talk about. Yeah. You never know. They're worse. They could just take him off TV for six months and then bring him back. I think they'd have to. They, they have to let the whole thing blow over and just die down. And then it's, it's going to be... Josh Matthews and Booker T as your main announced team. Yeah, take him off air for about six months and then bring him back around the Survivor Series. Actually, that's more like five months, but yeah. Yeah, but the card actually looks pretty good for this upcoming weekend. I mean, going down the match, you got Sin Cara versus Chavo. Who the hell knows? We know Chavo, no matter if he wins or loses, he's always going to have a job. Yeah, what do you pretty, think? Yeah, pretty much. I, it, it's To me, it sounds strange only because I see the same thing they did with Del Rio. He, here's another Latino. Throw him against another Latino. Everybody, everybody who comes in who has any kind of Spanish heritage has to face Rey Mysterio or Chavo or somebody established who's already Latino. So basically what you're saying is they're pulling a uh, WW, uh, WCW. Yeah, it seems like it. I mean, nobody's going through telling them, you have to take off your mask. You're part of the LWO. Ugh, oh, God. Don't. The less said about Conan, the better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the nut, let's see. The next match would be Brie Bella versus Kelly Kelly. I mean, does anyone think Kelly Kelly is not going to take the belt? I mean, I watched uh, their match on Monday, and that was a... That was a pretty good match. I mean, I was surprised how the wrestling in it was good. Yeah, that they, they kind of surprised me on that aspect, but I still was very glad for Karma's appearance. Karma, to, Karma just seems like she's too much of a throwback to where you had to the monster thing. And I'm sorry, it was a... I may, I may just be reading things into it because this was the first Raw I'd watched in years. Could they have played up the lesbian angle just a little bit more with her and Kelly Kelly? No, because it's PG show. This is I, They want this yeah, to be more family-friendly content. And if it were the Attitude Era, sure, they would be all over that. But not now. Not, not this year. Yeah, but we both figure Kelly Kelly is going to win that match. Yeah, yeah, because one of the Bella... What the Bella chick holding it just doesn't add any credibility. No, you know, she she would have had to go through a lot more to really prove herself before she's worthy of, of holding this belt. And it just seems like yet another hot potato situation. Yeah, and let's be honest, she's not. Uh, she wouldn't be a good matchup against Karma. Kelly Kelly is a little bigger and looks like she'd be a legitimate match. Yeah. Although I still think Karma could be taken on some of the cruiserweight men and, and be putting on just as equal or probably a better performance. How does she move? I haven't ever seen a match with her. She's she's a power mover. Uh, you know, she really just focuses on her strength and ability to toss all these little twigs around. Okay. 
I mean, the next one you've got is Big Show and Kane versus the Nexus, Punk and Ryan. I think Big Show and Kane are going to win just because, I mean, I haven't seen them highlighting and any dissension between the two of them, so there's no way they're – and CM Punk falls into that kind of the douchebag. You know how there's always in the heels, you've always got the dick, the prick, the douchebag, and the a-hole? Yeah. CM Punk is a douchebag. He does it well. Yeah, but I think they want to legitimize, legitimize him as some kind of threat by being the leader of this group and have them all focused and organized. So I think while on paper it looks like Big Show and Kane should walk all over them, I think some big swerve is going to happen where he's got them all unified and working as a cohesive unit, and they might take it back. Yeah. So you think they'll pull the free? Do you think they'll uh, Freebird rule defend it? Maybe. Uh, better that than another dusty finish. Yeah, but well, I mean, not even a dusty finish. But I think if the Nexus wins, do you think they'll pull a, a Freebird finish, a Freebird defense, where three of them face the? No, where any combination of the Nexus can defend the belt. Oh, I, I could see that, I guess. But yeah, more than anything, I guess, because I don't see them throwing these guys in individual. Um, Feuds. I think they want to keep them all together and staying with the tag belts. Guess I guess it makes the most sense and keeps them in one contained area. Yeah. Which uh, who do you think is going to get beat down the most, Kane or Big Show? Do you think it'll be Kane as the uh, go-to punching bag? I think so. I think he's the one who can probably take it a little better and and make it look better. Yeah, because that's always the thing in a tag match. It's like, okay, which one of uh, which one of these guys is going to be the one the heels beat down for most of the match? <laughs> Better known as the uh, was it animal defense? Because animal is always the one who got beat down and seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now they always seem to tag off. It's like first it was first it would be a good old uh, animal. Then for about six months it'd be hawk. And then on the Steiners it was always Rick. Rick always got his ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, because Rick would sell. That's why. Yeah, Ray Mysterio and r Truth. They've got to have r Truth win this. I don't think there's any, Ray won't get any rub if he wins or if he wins or loses. It's not going to hurt Ray, but I think r Truth needs this win. Yeah, just don't give him the mic to talk about it. Because good lord, that man cannot deliver a promo. r Truth? Oh come on! Are you saying that he's a really he can't cut a promo? Cannot. Negative? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hold on. Are you still there? Yeah. Or is it sound choppy? Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Sound choppy. All right. You got Wade Barrett and Ezekiel Jackson for the Intercontinental. I know nothing about this. This is this, this is your classic tossing the guy out of the group. They threw him out of the core because he let them down too many times, and now... Jackson's going to try to try to make himself look good by going after Barrett because he's the champion. He's also the leader, and Ezekiel wants to prove himself. This should be that Ezekiel stomps Barrett until his legs are tired, but I think the other core members will probably come in and offer some weak assistance and pull a swerve. So we're figuring a dusty finish for Barrett? I think so. Or just a legit, okay. Yeah. Lawler Cole is your next one. Is there any way Lawler doesn't win this? No, because this is not 
WrestleMania. This is not the big one. This is just a one. Yeah, and it's also Lawler would have to surrender his WWE Hall of Fame ring if he loses. And I don't think Jerry Jerry would fucking hit would be quit before that happens. Yeah, I I don't see it all happening that way because Cole does not really belong in the the Hall of Fame. No. Hall of Shame, maybe, but uh, yeah, especially for his wrestling outfit and his ugly ass tattoos. Yeah. Next, uh, next to last, you got Orton Christian. The man has a gunt. <laughs> Does he have cankles? No, thankfully. I mean, he's got fairly skinny legs. <laughs> my wife makes fun of my legs. She's like, "You run all the time, but you don't do leg weights." I'm like, "Yeah, so I have skinny legs." <laughs> She's always on me to get to do leg workouts. Uh, you got Orton and Christian. Does anyone think Christian's going to win? Other than Christian? <laughs> even in, and even Christian, I don't think, thinks he's going to win. I, let's put it this way. I'm rooting for him. I, I hope he would win, but yeah they're, yeah, they're not going to let him because Orton, they think, is the bigger draw. And just because yeah. girls scream at him when he comes down to the ring, hey, let's go with that. Yeah, the only way I can see Christian winning is if, A, they want to make it up to him for dropping the belt so quick. And basically, well, I mean, what's the next pay-per-view? Judgment Day? Oh, I don't know what their schedule is. And Hold on, I got it right here. Your next one is June. It's Money in the Bank. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I've even I know that's a shitty one. Yeah, there's there's no sense in taking a match and turning it into pay per view. That that is just such a dumb dumb idea. Other than holding it back for a while. Oh, then again, October second, you've got Hell in a Cell. Yeah, as a whole one. Again, it, that that's as bad as TNA's lockdown. It's like not every match needs to be in that cage. Well, what about December with tables, ladders, and chairs? Yeah, I guess it's nice when they break it up into a table match, a ladder match, but really the, the chair match, that is so dumb. Yeah, the Elimination Chamber at least is good because of how it's set up. That's a good suit, good one. Yeah, yeah, you can get multiple guys in that, and they've done it with each brand. But I gotta wonder when do they when do they even go further and decide we need to make these pay per views into the next toy supplement we're selling? It's the new Flex Force Spring Rope event. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree on that. Although I do the uh, July pay per view is called Capital Punishment. Why can't please please rename it Capital Combat and bring out RoboCop? <laughs> Finally sign Sting and bring Luger back for that one last match, even though he's totally disheveled and the snuff. <laughs> snuff films, maybe? No. Uh, yeah, because me. <sighs> yeah. And then you, the finally, finally we have Cena versus The Miz. <sighs> I mean, I was looking at a couple of places. They were like, okay, what are the possible, possible results that could be? And most of them pretty much figured there's no way in hell that uh, Miz wins clean. They don't think he'll win. That's about 
the main thing. It's like yeah, it, Superman doesn't quit, so the, I don't see Cena find it having some way out because the man's been fired and didn't go away. You got fired for what steroids? Well, okay, he got fired on camera, so it was really all wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And even though he wasn't working for Raw, he was still in the audience. Hold on one sec. The hell? Okay, did you hear that? No, I didn't. Okay, hopefully no one ever does, because that, for some reason, a a uh, advertisement on the site I popped on was on. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. Hopefully that didn't get recorded. I'll know later. I doubt it did because this is just recording the call. And if you didn't hear it, I doubt it did. Here's hoping. <laughs> we all know yeah, where we'll John's been. <laughs> it, it's a Paul Mollive ad. That's the sad part. <laughs> I'm on Bleacher Report looking at stuff. Have you ever been there? No, I haven't. Bleacher Report's pretty good because they do all sports, but. I mean, they cover the couple of the big ones. I like MMA and wrestling, but okay. I'm looking at it, and uh, they said the two, pro- three ways it could probably happen that are most likely are Cena passing out like Stone Cold at WrestleMania 13, mm-hmm. which I think that's a good way to. I, yeah, you still there? that's the way I think it's going to happen. Is that uh, he passes out? That's a good way. It's possible. I think it's been long enough where only people who are old as we are that are still watching are going to point at it and go, ah, we remember that. Yeah, but it's a good way. I mean, they said they could hit him with the skull, with the skull crushing finale, then put him in a sleeper hold, and that way you still have you have Miz getting a rub and Cena getting a rub. Yeah. Yeah, elevating both guys a little further and putting them into the next cycle of pay-per-view where you're going to wonder what's going to happen next. Yeah, uh, but the one thing they can't do is having get having cut because I think the, the because of the uh, like you were talking about the PG era. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. won't be bleeding as much as Stone Cold did. Yeah, they talked about uh, whether or not. The Rock could get involved, and nobody thinks The Rock's going to be around till SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah, which is just, it's weird and sad, because if they're really trying to sell this on a year-long build-up, shouldn't they be doing build-up? They're not going to do any real, they're going to do a little bit of build-up at SummerSlam, some more at Survivor Series, and then starting at the Rumble, there is when they're going to really kick it into high gear. Yeah, I think Survivors, or yeah, Survivor Series will definitely, when they, when they start putting a rocket to it and making it go, but it's sad that it has to wait that long. You had so much excitement built up around the whole incident and then the announcement, and then it's just like fade off into nothing. Go into a holding pattern. Yeah. Oh God, I'm looking at the uh, promotional uh, image for this pay per view, and it. Oh God, it's ugly and gay. <laughs> on Wikipedia. Oh, now, 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 it's to K. Yeah, I do live in a state where you cannot say gay in school, but unless before grade eight, I don't even want to get into that. I'm not even going to touch that. <laughs> Yeah, I love my state legislature uh, here in Wisconsin. Yeah, but uh, so basically, there's no way that he's going to lose. Is how we think. Yeah, 
I mean, Miz could win, but I mean, he's going to have to be where. The thing is, I, he should win. Honestly, I think he should because it's better when he's holding the belt and Cena's chasing after him. Because that's do you just think, the the classic way things go. Do you think they pull a uh, mankind finish? Oh, use the recording of him saying "I quit." Yeah, that I don't think so. I think that just feels like too much of a bogus cop out. If it were a televised match, then I would see that they could probably get away with something like that better. But on a pay-per-view that's going to cost as much as it does, that's a really cheap shot. And that's pissing on everybody who's supporting you. Yeah, especially with the fact that, I mean, this month alone you've got two WWE pay-per-views, a TNA pay-per-view, a uh, UFC pay-per-view, and a boxing pay-per-view. You don't want to piss people off and make them not want to come back for the next one. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested actually to know who is the one person or the few people who might be catching all four of those. Because when it comes down to it, I'll watch TNA over the internet. I don't. I'll be blatant about it. I'm. Chances are, I'm probably going to be downloading tonight's pay per view from from WWE only because I I have something to do during the time that it's going to be airing. Now, so they stream it as a download, or are you going to? I might wait for the it? torrent to come out, but I do know of a couple sites that will stream it live. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you got a little choppy there. Yeah, that's one thing that irritates me is that uh, one of my favorite sites for that channel surfing has got has uh, got a big. We've been busted by the feds. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to make sure make sure it's channel surfing. Yeah. Yeah, channel surfing. Uh, this site has been nab has been uh, grabbed by the ICE. <laughs> By the federal, by Homeland Security investigation. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it. It's like, oh, baby. Yeah, because they got big Department of Justice, National Intellectual Property Rights, Coordination Center, and Homeland Security Investigations. <laughs> <laughs> and Justin, Justin.tv doesn't do, do as much as they used to because they're trying to go legit. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the uh, the one service I keep running into when I'm checking out some of these streams. But uh, normally I would just go to Buffalo Wild Wings and catch it. But you know I've got something else to do that's that's a little more personal and entertaining, so I'm going to wait. But yeah. I, I definitely would not put that kind of effort in for a TNA pay-per-view, as sad as that is, because I like some of the people working there. And, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at the – they haven't even – you know, the Wikipedia page for Money in the Bank doesn't even show who's going to be a match on it. Be- yeah, because there's nothing they, – they haven't even started towards that kind of build yet. they they got to get over, over the limit first. Yeah. Of course, there's only they still got four weeks before it. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing is between SummerSlam and Hell in a Cell, they've got six weeks. Of course, they've got two pay-per-views in that month, though. Yeah, I, I kind of wish they would go back to theming these pay-per-views per brand, so that maybe you have that eight-week build to let matches go for Raw, and then all, uh, you know the concurrent eight weeks for SmackDown. To the pay-per-view that would come after that, but they're so afraid of of losing any momentum at all and any viewership by taking that time. 
so they're mixing them. Yeah, I remember. I mean, I'm looking at the former ones. I mean, you had Cyber Sundays and No Way Out and the GAB. Yeah. I'm sorry. The the. I mean, if they if, if I wish the July pay per view instead of Capital Punishment, considering it's in DC, that should be a GAB. Yeah. But that's going back should. to the. That's reaching back, but yeah. Well, yeah, but they reached back only because there was the the whole nostalgic effort to it, and then they decided, well, no, no, we want to change this all around and make it all our own. All you guys that we brought in, yeah, yeah, hit the bricks. Yeah, hit the bricks. <laughs> it's like they got rid of EC Dub. They got rid of everything. Uh, although there's interesting talking about nostalgia. Guess who's uh, rumored to be coming back soon? Uh, who? X Pac. Oh, yay! His time in Mexico is done. I guess, huh? Yeah, I guess he got. I guess he picked up one too many trainees. <laughs> Or you got picked up as a trainee. I mean, you, you never know. The dude's a slimy individual. Uh, that's an insult to slimy individuals. I guess that's true. And they deserve someone to be their champion. Yeah. Yeah. Although, oh, I'm looking. Oh, I did not realize that. Uh, they got rid of Over the Edge after Owen Hart died. I guess when he. The name Over the Edge. Can understand why. Yeah, it probably does have a deep stigma to it now, or even from back then. So let's just let it fade away. Never speak of it again. Yes, yes. But as a quick rundown, and then I guess we'll wrap up the call. Sin Cara versus Chavo. What do you think, Sin or Chavo? I, yeah, it's going to be Sin Cara. He's new. He's he's hot. He's getting. Quite a good build, and Chavo has just been hanging around, always, always there to do the job, but always the job. He's not yeah. someone they legitimately push. Think it'll be a good match? Yeah, I think so. Only because they really want to focus people's attention on Sin Cara to say this is what he can do. Keep checking him out. Figure he'll have the Intercontinental belt in what within six months? Possibly, I I could see him holding the U.S. title. Okay, okay, so he's on. They're both on SmackDown, and that's where the Intercontinental. I thought the Intercontinental belt. That's right. Be- that's inter- right. Barrett's carrying the Intercontinental belt. Daniel Bryan still has the U.S. title on Raw. Yeah, and so unless okay. so, basically, yeah, so. he'll probably go for the Intercontinental belt. Yeah, maybe in six months. That'll that'll probably be a Royal Rumble or a uh, Survivor Series match figure. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah, Brie Bella versus Kelly Kelly. That's going to be Kelly Kelly, and then you figure your girl Karma will run in at the end and beat down Kelly Kelly. Yeah, definitely not the flick to the forehead that we got Monday, but <laughs> no. Uh, Big Show and Kane. Oh, oh, go ahead, nope. Bree and Kelly. No, nope, I got nothing left to say on them. Okay, Big Show and Kane versus the Nexus. You figure we'll have a title change with the Nexus winning? I think so because they need those guys to be more of the the bigger threat than what Kane and Big Show are. It, it seems too obvious to let them let Big Show and Kane keep it because that's that just looks like the way it should go. 
What do you think they're going to, okay, Big Show and Kane lose. Are they going to stay as a team, or do you think they'll break up? I don't think they'll break up quite yet, because maybe they'll have one more go around to go after the core, and they haven't really played anything out as you cost us the titles. Maybe this could be the point where that happens, but... Yeah. And then have it then have a little blow up and the usual shit. Yeah, more than likely, just a maybe a quick on TV. I hate you. We're done. Match. Yeah. Mysterio versus our truth. I don't think there's anyone that out there that thinks our truth is not going to win. I just don't want to hear him talk. From what you said. Oh yeah, yeah. If they if they're pushing him as hot as they have been lately, he's probably going to walk away with it and. It really seems like a very, very slow downgrade for Rey Mysterio, where he has just kind of taken his time and phasing himself out of the company. He's getting older. I mean, he's in his, what, late mid to late 30s? Yeah, and he's had so many surgeries. He's got back problems. He's got knee problems. He's had elbow problems. It, his His long career is catching up with him, and he has to slow down and think about when he's going to be done completely. Yeah, maybe he should start transitioning himself over to be to the Spanish announcer table. I guess it could be interesting. Yeah. Uh, you got Wade Barrett and Ezekiel Jackson. It's I, watching something? I don't know. I think it's going to be Barrett. To keep the belt? Yeah. Which is kind of dumb. I think they if they're going to have him have... Jackson around, they he should be pushed more because he is just the monster guy they kind of like. Yeah. Is there any Wade Barrett still in the core? Yeah, yeah, he's still got the core on his side. Is there anybody else in the core that's a real good singles wrestler that Jackson could take the belt and then you have somebody else, maybe in the money in the bank, somebody in the uh Core wins the right to face Jackson with well, the got, money in the bank. You got Slater and Gabriel and Otunga, and I guess if they're gonna, if Otunga probably could be the only one because they're gonna keep Slater and Gabriel tag teaming. So maybe Otunga wins, and now yeah, who knows? But. Yeah, probably Barrett's going to win that match more than likely because I just don't think those guys are are legitimate enough to pull it off. Barrett's yeah. the only one who's who's really got what WWE wants to push right now. Yeah. Then we got Lawler Cole. Come on, Cole's not going to win. Yeah. Sorry. Humiliate him. Get rid of him. Let Cole, let Lawler pull an Andy Kaufman and kick the crap out of him. <laughs> Yeah, because let's be honest. I mean, Lawler's lost a lot of these matches in the past, and it'd be good to give him the title, give him the win. Yeah. And if it, I would say it'd be on the fence if it wasn't for the Hall of Fame ring thing. That's the thing that makes you go, no, there's no way in hell Lawler's going to lose. Yeah, it's two biggest stakes. Yeah. Orton Christian, heads, everything is pushing towards Orton, so that's probably going to be who, what happens. Yeah, more than likely. I would hope for Christian just for another change and a chance for the guy to just kind of prove himself again. Yeah. But no, it'll be Orton. Yeah, Christian's only really got maybe three or four more years left at, in wrestling. So I thought because I mean he could have another he could have an injury soon. 
about him because he's getting up there in age too. We keep forgetting he's in his late thirties. Yeah, he could be looking at Edge and going, "Well, you know, maybe my time is coming up soon." Yeah, because Edge quit because of his back. Right. And, and that, yeah, his spine. Yeah, back spine. It's all in the same area. But it, yeah, but it stemmed from his neck. Yeah. Yeah. Then again, all those tables, ladders, and chairs, high spot matches that we all loved in the late nineties caught up with them. Yeah, exactly. And that's why my boy Jericho's been smart and taking a lot of time off from time to time. Yeah, and it, it works, you know. It's like, hey, look, wrestling could use an off season, and it's not su- such a bad idea. Even yeah, I mean, even if it's just the workers taking the the off time. Yeah, I mean, you figure they would have done that a lot more after they bought WCW and all that. They were like, well, we can take give guys a we can rotate them in for seven, eight, nine months, and then give them about a month break. But no, they didn't because they needed to sell, sell, sell. Yeah, but Undertaker gets away with it, and even Cool retired so that she can be at home to be there for him. And last but not least, Cena and Miz. Yeah, I I want Miz to take it. I think he should be holding it again, but it will probably be John Cena just because it is the I quit stipulation, and where do you go if Cena quits again? Yeah, because, I mean, it's not like there's somebody in the corner that could throw in the, tie, throw in the uh, towel. Right. You could for with Alex Riley, but there's nobody on Cena's side that's going to do that. Yeah. The only way they would do that with Riley and Miz is if they wanted to turn Miz face. And I'm and Miz is a good, good heel. Yeah. He's just natural at it. Yeah. He's always wanted. He's always wanted to be a heel, and he's good at being a heel. He's just a dick. <laughs> like I said, there's like the dick heel, the douche heel, the asshole, and the prick. Yeah. And he's the dick. He's the guy you hate. He's very punchable. Yeah. It's like if you think back at Ted DiBiase, the, the original, I'm sorry, yes, the real senior. Ted DiBiase, not his son, was an asshole. He was the pure asshole heel. Yep, he made you want to hate him. He's like, yeah, just that laugh. <laughs> he's like, and Virgil was the best at it because after Macho, after he would, uh, Ted would put the hundred dollar bill in it. Virgil would come around and he's like, yank it right back, <laughs> stick it in his own pocket. <laughs> you wonder how many of those jobbers that he bit that he beat were like, probably tried to clamp down on the on the uh, bill so Virgil could get it. They're like, that's more than I'm making for this match. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to, I guess we'll end it right there. Let me hit the little button in, in the recording, if I can figure out where it is on this. And we're back, and I hope you enjoyed that little bit with Dean and I for the last 40 minutes. And we're going to talk a little bit now about the NFL lockout, the NBA upcoming lockout, and MLB ownership. I mean, you've got kind of the NFL lockout. It's, it's millionaires versus billionaires. Everybody says that. But it also comes down to the players have now are the evidence is coming out that basically if you play football you're going to have major health problems be it mental or physical for the rest of your life that other players don't other sports don't have so the nfl's got to get its act together and goodell is not being a good steward of the league and i honestly don't think he'll be back after his uh 
next actor's contracts up because I think he's embarrassed the owners to a degree and I think he's embarrassed himself. Kind of a contrast to that is the NBA lockout, uh, upcoming lockout, which is a case of the owners needing to change their financial structure to a degree and get out from under some contracts that some bad GMs have given. I mean, that is one thing that I've noticed is if you notice in the NFL and in Major League Baseball, they don't have former players in high-level executive positions. That's good and bad. I mean, that's good in the fact that they're not going to be tied to a certain type of player and they're not going to be more prone. They're not going to be prone to give stupid contracts like a lot of NBA GMs will give. A lot of NBA GMs are a, form, a lot, a lot of them are former players and they're more prone to give out that stupid contract to a guy that they like. And that's one thing the NBA has to get out from under. And that's when they got to change up their financial situation. They need to have a, a little bit harder cap. They need to have a little bit better revenue sharing. And they need to, within five years, within five years, the NBA has to completely change its financial structure. Otherwise, it's not going to be in very good health. I mean, take uh, this past year's Lakers team. The Lakers team had a salary, I think, it's somewhere near $90 million after everything. And they... And the big money uh, games where they can make a lot of money, they didn't have a lot of playoff games. I mean, playoff games tend to sell out, and they tend to bring you in a lot of money. That's why teams, a lot of teams like making the playoffs. Uh, one of the infamous examples that I know of, that I heard of was the last two Bulls teams. They didn't make money until they made the finals. They did not turn a profit until they hit the finals last two Bulls championship teams because they were spending so much on salaries. That's got to change for the owners because there's no reason for them to do it. They can't make money. Um, kind of a contrast to that is baseball, which is in its best financial health. I mean, yes, attendance is down slightly, but teams are making money because they are doing true hard, true, they're doing very good revenue sharing. Not quite as much as the NFL, but they are still doing it. And I think Selig has done a lot more than what people are deriding for. I mean, yes, he gets derided, and completely, 100%, he should. Or this, what uh, has happened with the strike in '94 and the All-Star game in '01, but he's also been very forceful and strong in other areas. I mean, he's given us the wild card, which has increased the playoffs a lot. Um, I don't like the fact that he has not expanded instant replay, but that's my own issues with him. But he's also been very strong in ownership. If you know him and you're a friend with him you're, and you want a team, chances are you're going to get a team. And if you fuck it up, he's going to get free. He's going to make sure your ass is gone. I mean, Cuban honestly should be should own the Cubs or should own the Rangers, but he's not because he's not going to see his strengths. Be that what it may, I, I don't particularly care for it, but that is what it is. Contrast to that, NFL owners, yeah, pretty much you want to make a bid, you're going to get it because it's a very small amount of business owners that want to do it. NBA, you want it, you can have it. If you notice, what uh, other than the Expos, Moving to San to uh, San Juan and then eventually to Washington. Baseball hasn't had 
any team move in decades. Decades. The NBA uh, and then NHL, we're, gonna, we're about to have some major league movement, similar to what we had in the 80s a lot. I mean, the Kings, Kings are moving out of Sacramento after next year. I completely believe that. I think they'll probably end up, after God, they don't end up in Anaheim. I actually would like an amendment back in KC, where they can, where there's a good, there's an NBA quality arena there, and there's fans, and it shows the NBA's commitment to small market teams. The problem is David Stern won't really want that because you'd also have to redo, you'd have to have realignment if you did that. Then uh, NHL, the, the big news of this weekend was that Thrashers are moving to Winnipeg and becoming known as the Moose. While at the same time, the former Winnipeg Jets, the Phoenix Coyote, are more than likely going to be moving to Hamilton after next year. I'm sorry, if that happens, they ought to say, look, uh, the Winnipeg Moose was a one-year thing. We don't want the name anymore. We're giving it up. We're taking back the Jets' names and the Jets' banners. And the Jets should be, it should be the Winnipeg Jets there. And, yeah, that, and they, that's what the NHL should do. Gary Bettman had any balls. But this, I don't think they're going to do like what happened when the Browns moved and became the Ravens, and they left behind all of the history and all of the records for the Browns. Stayed in Cleveland because they knew they because they actually said they were coming back to Cleveland, but that won't happen. And getting back to see like you know, like if you just, if you notice when Tom Hicks embarrassed baseball, he was gone quickly. Greenberg. Embarrassing a little bit the uh, ownership in Chicago, gone in a hurry. Uh, Fox, gone out of baseball. Uh, the Will Ponds, even though they've been around years, they've embarrassed baseball and they're getting out pretty quick. And the McCourts, yeah, the McCourts are going to be gone out of LA, which is good because you get a good owner in there and the you get an owner that can sp- that's willing to invest and spend money, the Dodgers will make money, but hand over fist. Why? Because they're in L.A. and everybody wants to be in L.A. and everybody remembers the Dodgers. And there's certain teams, certain cities that if you get, if you spend the money and you want to, they'll always be a dominant team. In pro football, it's the Giants and the Raiders. The Raiders have, I'm sorry, the Raiders are a team that everybody wants to play for. The Cowboys. There's another one. Those, the, those three teams. That's it. That's it in football. I'm sorry. You can argue in the other team, but you're wrong. It's Cowboys, Giants, Raiders. Maybe the Steelers. Maybe the Steelers. Maybe. Okay, I'll give you the Steelers. In baseball, it's basically the Yankees, the Dodgers. That's it. That is it. In the NBA, it's the Lakers and the Celtics. Anybody who says the Knicks needs to be punched in the throat. It's the Celtics and the Lakers. You get good ownership there, and those teams will always be successful. But that's going to be it for this episode of the Carol Chronicles. I hope you enjoy, and... Have a great week, y'all. Bye.